0: When did Market Basket get so expensive? When in the hell did it cost $300 to go food shopping at Market Basket? I remember as a kid, like 50 bucks was like a, was like a lot. 60 bucks was, was a ridiculous amount of money to spend at Market Basket. I, 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 people go to Market Basket because it's supposed to be cheaper. Not more expensive than Whole Foods. Not more expensive than Roach Brothers. Not more expensive than the Big Y or Wegmans or Stop and Shop or Hannafitts. You're supposed to go to Market Basket and it's supposed to be a deal. Demoulas is supposed to give you a break. It's the shopping center or it's the grocery store for the working class man. Now it feels like it's the, it's the grocery store for the wealthy or, or the 1% what in the hell? My my I, I can't handle it anymore. So I don't do the food shopping. My wife does the food shopping, as she should. I'm one of those old school Americans. I believe women go fucking food shopping, and I and I and I don't. It's just how it is. That's how I was brought up. I get it. It's not 1950. Men can go food shopping, but I I don't do it. And I've been seeing these ridiculous bills. Coming from Market Basket. My wife's coming home. We go food shopping once a week. Uh, every, you know, Thursday or Friday. And she comes back and it's $250, $280, $300 a week. A week, dude. Guy, a fucking week. We're talking $1,200 a month. I, and, and, and so I get frustrated. I'm like, hun, what, what, what's going on here? So now I'm like, I'm like the grocery Nazi. I, I look at everything. I look, I go through every bag. I I take the, I take the receipt. I look at the receipt. I, I, before she goes food shopping, I'm like, we don't need this. We don't need this. We don't need this. I I can't understand it. So today she goes and comes back and there's like five bags. And I'm looking, I'm like, well, where's the food? She's like, and it's expensive. I'm like, what do you mean it's expensive? I'm like, expensive is a hundred bucks. Like $250, $300 is like. Let's go to the Capitol Grill. That expensive. Twelve hundred bucks a month on food. Do you know what twelve? Here, this is why I get so mad. I, I want I want to explain why I get so pissed about the cost of groceries. I I get it. Listen, food's expensive. Costs are up. The truckers aren't getting shit done. Uh, food's not getting mass produced. Coronavirus has completely fucked up everything. I get it. But what I need you to understand is, I look at stuff in time. I look at money, and I look at time off my life. So let let's say you made twenty dollars an hour. Okay, we're easy fucking math. You made twenty bucks an hour, and groceries. Shit, man, you're gonna get taxed on that. So why don't we bump it up a little bit more? Let's say you made twenty-five bucks an hour, but you brought home twenty dollars an hour. So you get. So now you had to work. For 20, right, 25 bucks, you know what, the math doesn't fucking matter. You make 20 bucks an hour, you make 100 bucks for five hours, okay? So you got to work 15 hours, 15, 15 hours to go food shopping. That's 15 hours of my life you're eating. You're eating 15 hours of my life, and my life is half over. I'm 41. I'm going to be 42. I'm half dead. You're eating 15 hours of my fucking life every time we go food shopping. So that's 15, 30, 60 hours of my life, almost three days a week. You're eating, Now I guess it's closer to, wait, uh, 50, it's 24, 24. Yeah, that's almost three days. Almost three days, probably closer to, to two and a half, but whatever, of my life of my life, wait, t- 24 hours, two fucking days, two days of my life, you're eating. Every month, sitting there, my time, my life. <laughs> you're eating my fucking life. That's how I look at things. I get pissed off about it. I get steamed about it. I, I had no idea how-, how expensive groceries were until I, I started looking at it. And I'm like, wait a second, what? 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 what are you buying at Market Basket that's so expensive? So I went one day, I went, I went with her and I'm, and I'm loading stuff in and she's like, hey aunt, this is going to be like, you know, 400 bucks. And I'm like, no, it's not. Boom. The bill was like 300 something dollars. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, we just got the regular stuff. We got peanut butter. Of course we got jelly, strawberry preserves, bro. We got white bread. We got white milk. We got eggs, American cheese, all the goods. We got, uh, meat, fucking meat. You need meat. You need protein. Put that in there before you know it. You're going home. You got a grocery. You don't even have a full cot and it's 300, $350. And it's a dagger. I, my, my kids don't get it. My wife doesn't get it. People don't understand why I get pissed and why I am so cheap and why I get bullshit about the spendage of money because it is time off my life. I, I try to tell my son or I try to tell my wife, when you're eating, we, we, oh, you, oh, is that that piece of chicken? It might as well be a piece of my fucking arm you're eating because it's my life, my time. When you're watching TV, that that's that's my cable bill is super expensive. My cable bill is like $250 and then the kids buy shit, so it's always over $300 a month. Insanity. Insanity. I... Four, it's like $4,000 a year on cable. And think about the hours you break that down. That's like a month of my life gone so that you can have cable. How about how about this? I would rather no fucking cable. Let me take a month off and chill. Give me my month back. because Now, I want you to think about it, right? Like for the year, I give up a month of my life so that you can have cable. Over 12 years, that's one year gone. One whole year of my life is gone for cable. One year. Think of it. Food, it's, oh my God, man. Food is even worse. Easy math. You're spending, let, let, let's do the math. We'll do it live. Uh, if it's a thought, we'll just make it easy. We'll, we'll, we'll just do it like this. Every two weeks, no, every week, right? If, if every week it's two days, how many days are in a fucking month, dude? Someone, someone help me out. 30 days in a month. So um two days. I can't do the math, dude. And two times two times. Oh, right, we can just do it like that. Two times uh 52. That's hundred and um that's a lot of days, bro. Every year? No, no, alright, yeah. Every so I'm giving up. No, oh, that's yeah, every week. So every year, 52 that's a hundred and four. I'm giving up a hundred and four days a year so you can eat a hundred and four days a year. So, a hundred. So every year I give up hundred and four. So two years I gave up 208. Three years I gave up, uh, 300 and, um, so every four years I give up a year of my life so that my family can eat. Every four years one year is taken off. One year. That's insanity. I hope you enjoy dad's life. I hope you look back and say, damn, this dude gave up years on his life for food. I hope you enjoy the cable because the, because after 12 years of paying cable, I have given up one year of my lifetime for the cable. I've given up one year. And trust me, when your dad dies, as in my dad is dead, I, I would I would go back and I would give up all the cable, all the fuck married with children when I was a kid. I'd give it all up so I could spend more time with this guy. I'd love to take it back. I'd love to you know what? I, I think that would should be a fair exchange. I get rid of cable, I get one month a year off. I can't get rid of food, you gotta eat. So right, right, you gotta eat. But let's let's look at car payments. I got a truck. My truck's fucking five hundred bucks a month for my truck. My wife's car's four hundred dollars a month. Well, we're right back up to a thousand. There it is. Every fucking every four years, I give up a year of my life for a car. That's why I get pissed. That's why when I look at market basket and I'm like fucking Christ, because about a year ago, it was like a buck fifty every week and it was kind of bearable. Maybe it was between 100 and 150 $300 a week on groceries is a nightmare. It's a dagger. It, it means dad's got to work more. It means dad's got to put in more time so you can eat. I need to give up more of my life so that you can eat. That's where I take it, man. That's how my father took it. That's how I take it. You see that shirt on your back? If that shirt cost 20 bucks, that was one hour of my life. If I made 20 bucks an hour, it would be one hour of my life gone so that you can have a shirt. And people are like, damn, dude, you never buy shirts. I'm like, yep, that's right. I ain't giving up a fucking hour of my life for a t-shirt, bro. I'll go topless for the rest of my life. I would rather live an extra hour than give up an hour so that I could have a t-shirt. But of course, I'm lucky enough. I have t-shirts. My neighbors bought me this. I wear I, I wear t-shirts until they they're dead. But my kids don't get that. My kids microtransaction me to death, literally. My son is like, don't oh, dad, let me get a 20. I'm like, what you're asking me is for an hour of my life. That's what you're asking. You're not asking for a $20 bill. You're asking for an hour. Oh, you want a video game for 60 bucks? Why should I give you three hours of my life? Why should I give up three hours for my life so you can have a video game? That's how I feel about it. That's how I want my kids to feel about it. Money is time and time is fucking precious, time is everything, you can't get that shit back, once it's gone, it's gone, but nobody gets it, and that's why no one here gets it, why I get so pissed about it, why are you so pissed about money, and I'm like, yeah, you know that trip we took to Disney, you know the, the trip, it was like fucking 10 grand going to Disney, yeah, that that was like five years of my life, I that was five years of my life gone in time, So that we could fucking go on. It's a small world. It's a small world. The right to say you're gonna fucking die after all. You'll fucking die after all. And we'll take all your fucking money and your life. Absolutely drives me insane. Oh, Auntie Jamie does have a shirt for me. I gotta go. My brother Mike. And his uh, wife made spazzing out T-shirts. They made a great one, right? So one is like normal so I can wear it on the street. One is reverse. So when I wear it here, you can actually read it. I have to go pick it up. But see, they, they care about my time. They, they made me two shirts. They're probably $20 a piece. They, they might even be more. They might even be more. So that's like two hours of my life back. But you know what? It was two hours of my brother's life gone. Or two hours of my brother's wife's life gone. For a fucking T-shirt. That's well, lo- I-, I guess you should take that as love. So when I buy you something, when you receive something, oh, you know what? My my I gotta go to my niece. I promised my niece. What a scumbag. I promised my niece Rylan I would buy her one of these things I got Presley and I still haven't brought it to her. I have to bring it. Aunt uh, 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 Jamie, please tell Rylan, I promise that I will get her. I uh, see, I'm gonna give up some of my life so that I can buy my niece something. So when I give you something, when you receive a gift from me, I want you to feel the weight of the time that has been taken off my life. When I give you a, like literally, when I give you a 20, I want you to say, man, this guy must really fucking care about me because he's giving up an hour of his life for me. When I give you a hundred dollar bill, I've given you five, five hours of my life. When I bought you something more, so I go to your wedding and I, and I give you 300 bucks in your gift card. I want you to look at it and be like this dude, just gave up 15 hours of his life for me, for me. So next time you take someone's gift for granted, I want you to look at it no matter how much it is, whether it's a $20 gift, $10 gift, $100 gift. And I want you to thank them. I want you to say, wow, you must really care about me. You gave up hours of your life so that I could have this. Because that's in fact what it is. And if you don't see it that way, You'll spend every fucking dime you got in all your life for cable, for overpriced car payments, um, for iPads, the computers, video games, fucking Disney, all that shit. You'll waste all this money, but you never ever think about how hard and how many hours and how much of your life you gave up for it. In simple, plain math... If you make 20 bucks an hour after, right? We'll say you make 20 bucks an hour after taxes. Every time you buy something for $20, it was an hour of your life gone. Think about that. Just fucking think about it. I was thinking about it upstairs before I did the podcast, which is why we're talking about it. Market basket. I'm looking at the food and I'm watching my daughter eat and my wife is eating and I'm eating something. And I'm saying, fuck. I, I literally gave up 15 hours of my life. My very short life. My father died when he was 58. If I'm to live as long as my dad, bro, well, I got 16 years left. I, I don't, I can't give up 15 hours of my life to, so that motherfuckers can eat. I will. They're my family. I love them. I'll, I'll give up all my hours for my family. That's what I'm doing. But I can't believe how expensive it is. Everything is super expensive, so all I'm trying to educate you people on is when you want to buy something, you want to spend money on something that you don't need. Well, first rule is first. When you buy things you don't need, you have to sell things that you do need. Hear me out. When you buy shit that you do need, you will sell things that you... uh, I'm sorry. When you buy things that you don't need, you will sell things that you do need. Plain and simple. Because you'll go broke, and then you'll have to sell shit that you need... To make ends meet, and then on the other end, all you're doing is you're exchanging your life, your time, as money. Your time is money. An hour of your life is twenty bucks. Think of it that way. So when you go to buy something, and your kid is all up in your grill, being like, "Oh, dad, I I I want this game. I want this game," and you're like, "Sure, I'll buy it for you. It's sixty bucks." You're like, "I got sixty bucks," but then I want you to turn that sixty dollars into three hours of your life. You got three hours? You got three hours to give up? Nope. I don't have three hours to give up. I don't have 15 hours to give up. I don't have a fucking hour to give up. Drives me nuts. I, I just can't believe my, I, we got to move on to something else. I'm just, market basket, uh, I, I don't know when they got so expensive, but every time I go food shopping, it's somewhere between 200 and $300, it's 1200 bucks a month, and it's a lot of work just for food just for food. It is a lot of work just for food. And if you look at money and the money that you spend in terms of hours, I want you to do it right now. Here's a little spazzing out America's Podcasts homework for you. Think about something you just bought that was not a necessity. Forget about the food. Think about something that you just bought that's not a necessity. Figure out how much it costs, how much you make an hour, and that's how much of your life you gave up for it. Again, so if, if you make 20 bucks an hour after taxes and you bought something for 100 bucks that you didn't need, you gave up five hours of your life that you'll never get back for that piece of shit. I will take my life back. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, please, please, in exchange for all the fucking things I have in my house, I would like the years back on my life that I spent trying to acquire them. I would like the years back on my life for the money that I spent to buy them. Forty fucking years old, dude. I'm gonna be dead, and I got I got half, half, half. The glass is fucking half empty, bro. And I'm gonna spend two days a month, a hundred and a hundred and a hundred and four days a year of my life will be wasted every single year just to buy groceries. Insane, insane. It's a little bit less than that because I make more than 20 bucks an hour. But the point is, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's ludicrous. All right. This is Spazzing Out America's Podcast. I didn't get that to the, at the beginning because I went full blown, spilt milk on everybody. We do the podcast five nights a week. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Share this. Send the link somewhere. If you're watching on Twitter, Retweet this, send it as uh, a ha- put a hash brown on, put a hash brown on it and send it to the internet. Cobra Kai. If, uh, that's if you're on Twitter, if you're watching on Facebook, like my page, follow my page, send this out, tell everybody that spazzing out America's podcast happens five times a week. Now, most of you listen in the car. 500 to 600 downloads a day. On America's podcast, you're listening in the car. You're listening mostly on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Pandora. You can ask Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play spazzing out America's podcast. She'll fucking play it. That's how you find it. I need you to subs- subscribe to the podcast. And please, even if you just watch the podcast and that's what you like to do, you like to watch it on YouTube or on Facebook or on Twitter. I'd ask you that you would still subscribe on one of the uh, platforms and, and play it. Play it in the background. You don't even have to listen to it. Turn the volume down. Play the whole thing out. I need more. I got to get up. I got to get up to 2,000 to, two, to, to, to uh, 2,500 downloads a day. I have to. We're growing quick. It's been like six months. We started with no downloads. Now we get five to 600 a day, but I need 2,000 to 2,500 a day. That's when I can monetize this baby, and that's when I can stop bitching about hours off my life while I'm going shopping. All right, we gotta we gotta get into some stuff. Um, jeez, I there's so many things I want to talk about. The death. Let's talk about the NFL really quick because this is really pissing me off. The NFL has decided to cancel the Titans Steelers game because there are nine people in the, I'm sorry, there's 13, I think, people in the Titans organization that have coronavirus, six players have it. I don't think they should cancel the game. I'm frustrated that they're canceling the game. Why? Because they don't cancel the game otherwise. So let's say it was a normal year and the Titans and the Steelers were playing and six players on the team got meningitis or they got the flu or they got violently sick, or six guys just blew out their ACL, the game would still be played. The game would still be played. They've done tests. they found out how many guys have it. Get the six dudes out that have it. Get the other employees, the other seven, get them out. Get all the healthy people in and play the game. Nothing changes here. Nothing changes. I don't see how something has changed from from year to year. An injury is an injury. Sick is sick. You have six sick guys, six dudes sick. Well, tough crap. Tough crap, you still got to play. Your quarterback blew out his ACL. You got to go and play. You lost five guys to a plane crash. You're still playing. The game would always be played. It should be no different in time, in Corona time. My son, he always says it. I live in time of Corona. Well, in time of Corona... It's no different as in time of normal. if there was an NFL team that sustained mass injuries, four, five, six players, the game would still be played. They would go to their practice squad, they would hit the waiver line, they would find replacements and the game would go on. Postponing the game is stupid. It's I, I honestly, it's I feel like it's unfair for the Steelers. The Steelers gained an advantage. Teams gain when you're, I'll give you an example, when the start, if Patrick Mahomes went down and blew out his knee, every team that is playing, the Chiefs just gained an advantage, a shitty advantage, albeit, sure, the, the advantage is garbage, right? Sucks that their best player blew out his knee, but you gain an advantage. You know what? In the NBA Finals, uh, 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 the Los Angeles Lakers, the Lakers gained an advantage when Butler blew out his ankle. His ankle, he rolled it. The Lakers, maybe they still would have won, no problem. But without Butler, Miami is less of a team. Therefore, advantage LA. You don't go, oh, hold on. Let's stop the NBA Finals because our star player just rolled his ankle. We'll play it next week or five weeks down the road. It doesn't work like that. So I think the Steelers are getting unintentionally fucked on this deal. They, they, they gain the advantage against a three and 0 team because their team has an injury. It, their, their players are sick. They should still have to play. They still play. You know what? It's funny. My buddy Gary Layton just, just chimed in. I can use wrestling as an example. Wrestling, if you, if you don't have a wrestler to put out there, the other team gets to win. The other team, the, the other, the, it's the, what do they call it? A, um, a buy or it's not a buy in a regular match. I don't know what the fuck it's called. doesn't matter. The kid goes out. They raise up his hand. The other team gets the six points. They don't say, oh, shit, you guys don't have someone at this weight class. We just won't use. We just won't do this weight class. They don't do it. If someone's hurt, they're hurt. Advantage other team. So I think that it's garbage that the NFL is canceling the game. They should make the game. They should play the game. Get rid of the six players. Get rid of the seven employees that are sick bounce them out, and then the Titans got to figure it out. Listen, if the Titans have to go and they got to play a linebacker on the offensive line, well, that's what you got to do. That's what playing football is all about. People are going to get hurt. It just so happens they got COVID. It's a forfeit. Thank you. In wrestling, they call it a forfeit. They, but they don't, I mean, the coach could choose not to throw somebody else out there, but for the most part, they don't, they take the win and that's it. So in this instance, if the Titans can't play, forfeit, win for the Steelers. If the Titans can put a full team on the fucking field, then they should be forced to do it. Get a full team on the field, and if you get your ass kicked, you get your ass kicked. You play no matter what. It's garbage that the league is giving the Titans an unfair advantage by giving them the opportunity to play this game later in the season, and they're screwing the Steelers because the Steelers now have a leg up because their team is healthy. They're being penalized for having a healthy team, and it's unprecedented in any sport ever. Never, ever, ever in sports have I ever seen something where another team has sustained an injury or illness that they able that they get that they that they get to move the game, down the road. It doesn't happen. You play with what you got. You show up with the guys you have, and if you get steamrolled, you get steamrolled. And the perfect example, is the NBA finals where the Miami Heat have to play without their star player. They're not postponing the NBA. They're not saying, whoa, hold on, we gotta wait for this guy to get healthy. No, they're playing. And they're going to get rolled. It's going to be a fucking sweep. No way the Lakers lose a game. Absolutely. Without Butler, the Heat's garbage, but they're still playing. So to wrap that point up, I think the NFL is wrong for postponing the game. The protocol should be okay. We've noted, we, we've tested six guys on your team for coronavirus. We've tested you guys multiple times. They seem to be the only guys that have it. They're gone. Bye. See you later. You have to perform, find six other guys to fill their roles. We don't care. But, oh, it was our starting quarterback. Yeah, tough crap. Starting quarterbacks get hurt all the time, and teams have to play without them. But it was our starting center. Yeah, the Patriots played the other day without their starting center. It, it happens all, all the time. Yep, that, that's what happens. It's the NFL. Next man up. That's what the mentality should be. Next man up. So the NFL, I, I think the Steelers are getting fucked here. It's garbage that the Steelers have to get screwed over on this. They should just either give them the win... Or make them play the game. Um, Alright. I think we get to like one other thing. Trying to... uh, uh, The the podcast sometimes runs late. And I I like to spend time with my family. You know. Because I gave up 15 hours of my life. So that I could get groceries. I, I can't give up 15 hours of my life. And not get paid. So maybe we'll get to one more thing. And we'll bounce off on that. I don't know. I got... The death of small business. Ah, blah, blah, Trump. Trump's probably pretty hot right now. Alright, last thing. You know what? We'll talk about Trump and the rule changes in the debate because that's something that's people are talking about. Um, the commission, which is the uh, commission on presidential debates, the CPD, said that they're going to change the rules for the upcoming... There's two more debates for the upcoming debates and for the vice presidential debate, which I don't think they'll have a problem with that one anyways. Trump has come out and said... No, no, I won't accept rule changes. Trump said, we, we agreed to the rules already for all the debates and the rules of the rules. And the reason that we're not, why would Trump is basically saying that he won the debate and he believes that Joe Biden's camp wants the rules of the, the debate changed because it would favor Joe Biden. Now, if that were the case, I would agree. I would agree with the president. How about this? I agree with the president. The rules should not be changed. You don't change the rules of the game because people don't don't adhere by them. For example, you don't, in the middle of the season, decide that uh, pass interferences are going to be ruled differently or you're going to wipe out pass interferences because so many of them are happening. You have to do it at the end of the season. You can't change the rules of chess in the middle of the game. You can't change the rules of, you know, the game I'm sorry or Monopoly because you're getting your ass kicked. It doesn't work like that. Rules are rules for a reason. You can't change, you can change them next year, next debate season, but you've already agreed the rules are the rules and the rules need to stay the same. Now, we talked about this last night. I don't believe that Trump won, but I don't believe Biden won. I believe that if you were a Trump guy, you think Trump won. If you're a Biden guy, you think Biden won. And if you're in the middle, you're like, fuck. I uh, your, your head's going, because you don't know. So I don't think anybody won. And I already said it. I thought the president, it, it, it's clear to me that nobody in the president's campaign has the balls to talk to this guy. No one. And now news is coming out that people are scared of the president. That they don't know how to talk to him because he's, he's, you know, he's demanding. No big deal. People should be demanding. If you wanna be the best, you better be fucking demanding. But you gotta have balls. If you're gonna work for someone who's demanding and you think they're doing something wrong, you gotta have the nuts to tell them that they're doing something wrong. Oh, and by the way, you better be fucking right. Because if you're wrong, you're definitely getting fired. But if you're right and you fight them on it, they'll respect you more for it and they will treat you more as a confidant. They will bring you closer into the fold, they will treat you differently, because they will believe that you're not just a yes man, they will believe your wisdom, but if you're wrong, you're gonna get fired, so it's a risky move, but if I was one of uh, President Trump's campaign managers, I would have lit him up after the debate, and I would have said, hey, let this dude, I don't want to go over it again, because I talked about it yesterday, I would have just said, listen, let this dude talk, let him talk, shut up, and let him talk, because he will hang himself. Biden will surely hang himself if you give him free range to talk. Why? Because he's super old and he's got fucking dementia and he's not going to remember what he's talking about and the American people will be reminded that the guy is not healthy and fit to run the country. Done. You don't have to spy with him on his ideas. You don't have to fucking beef with him over his son. You don't have to do shit. If you prove to the American people... If you prove to the American people that Joe Biden is unfit because he's not healthy enough, because he's not healthy enough, the American people won't fucking vote for him. If the guy gets up there and starts drooling and can't understand, and they can't understand what he's talking about because he doesn't know what he's talking about, they'll all bail on him. They'll all be gone. Like I said, we covered it yesterday. So the Trump, Trump said he won. I disagree. I don't think there was any winner. I think if you support Trump, you thought Trump won. If you support Biden, you thought Biden won. But news is coming out that Trump will not agree to rule changes for the next two debates. And I agree with him on this because the rules have already been set forth. You don't change the rules in the middle of a game because you feel like they're unfair to you. It's tough luck. If you're losing a chess match, you don't automatically say, Oh, I'm going to change the rules. Pawns are now fucking queens. You can't do it. The rules are the rules. You agreed to them. Both sides did. It's tough luck. That's how it's going to be for the next two debates. Tough luck. No rule changes. I agree with the president on that. Now, he is, I don't agree why. He he thinks that the rules are being changed because he thinks he won the debate. No one on his camp has got the balls to tell him that he didn't. I wish I was on this guy's campaign. If I would, I'd tell him. I'd tell him straight to his face. I'd say, no, no, you didn't. You could have won. If you stuck to a strategy and let Joe Biden talk, you would have you annihilated him. You would have removed all doubt from the American people, 70,000 people fucking watching. You would have removed all doubt that Joe Biden is fit. Everybody would have just looked at me like, oh yeah, yeah, this guy's toast. If you just let him talk. You ever, you ever have a conversation? My grandfather was like this. Alfonso Paziali, great American. Born in Italy, but loved America. As he got older, he got dementia. Because he was fucking old, just like Joe Biden, right? But there were other people the same age as my grandfather that were, were, were they had it, they had their wit. But as some people age, whether you're 80, 70, some people start losing it. Biden's starting to lose it. And when I would let my grandfather ramble, oh, what the f-? you you could just sit there and laugh. My my grandfather, well, I used to fuck with him because he because he's born in Italy, and he was forced to fight for Mussolini as, uh, you know, anybody, any, any able-bodied man, when, when your is ruled by a brutal dictator, you get forced to fight, so he's forced to fight in the war, and as my grandfather got older, he, he would think that he was fucking in the war, and I would fuck with him all the time, I go up, I, I remember getting up there to hide in the pantry, and I'd go, oh, Mussolini! he'd go, oh, hey! Oh Mussolini! He starts singing the fucking Mussolini song and singing in Italian because they're out of it. Because they're out of it. And if you let Joe Biden talk, if you just let him talk, the guy will slip into some conversation that the American people will say, "Wait a second, we were just talking about taxes. How, how, what the fuck are you talking about?" And then it would be over. That's it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I talked about it yesterday. I, this is what we're talking We're talking about the rules. I don't think there should be rule changes in the debate. I agree with the president on that. The rules were agreed upon before the debates took place. You don't change the rules of the game because you don't feel like they're in favor of you. It's like if you're playing in the NFL and, I I, I don't know, there's a shit ton of holding calls. And you're the other. You're the team that, that keeps holding players and you say, oh, we got to change the rules. Holding shouldn't be a penalty anymore. Because my team has 15 holding penalties. It doesn't work like that. What you need is to get a moderator that has a nutsack that can control the situation. You need to get a moderator that can just say, hey, Mr. President, it is not your turn to talk. Done. Please. Someone that's got a little bit of a nuts, unlike fucking Chris Wallace. All right. One more thing. We should do one more thing. All let right. right. We'll do this. In California, and this will be the last one that I got to go. In California, the governor has passed a law that initiates a study on reparations. California believes that they have done a, 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 a mis... A, 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 what do you call it? A misjustice or a, an injustice. They believe they have done an injustice to the African American people starting in the 19 in the 1850s or 1851 when they when they became a state they allowed white people to continue to own their slaves but they couldn't own their slaves in California they had to move them back to the to the ranch to wherever they lived and from there on out they believe that they have done the African American wrong and now they 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 are initiating a study to see what type of reparations in terms of money in terms of property, they can give uh, to African Americans, to, to to black people. Uh, I don't really like getting stuck in race conversations, so I'll just I'm gonna give it to you from my point of view, and you can take it for what it's worth, and then we'll end the podcast. My father is from Italy. My dad, he was born in Italy. He came here when he was 16 years old. My mother is a Native American, meaning she was she was here. Meaning, she was, uh, you know, her family comes from that long line of Native Americans, Indians, fucking Indians, that, that were killed, some 10 million, that were forced off their land, uh, that were shoved in reservations, brutally killed, given smallpox, you know, th- those people that were oppressed. So, nowhere along the line did my family ever own a slave. Nowhere along the line was my family ever racist towards African-Americans. Nowhere along the line have we done any injustice towards other races, including African-Americans. I will be damned if my family, if, listen, I, I, I don't fucking care about your family. If you had slaves, you're an asshole. Listen, my family, we never owned slaves. No one in my fucking family ever had a slave, and I will not pay a dime. To somebody else for something I had nothing to do with. I had nothing. It is like being convicted for a crime that I did not commit. I had nothing to do for it. None of my tax money. None of my hard earned, my tax. Again, it goes back to my time, right? Just like at the beginning of the podcast when I told you, if you make 20 bucks an hour and you buy something for a hundred bucks, what is it? You've given up. Hold on. Someone's trying to call. You've given up five hours of your life. I'm not giving up any of my life, any of my money, none of it. I'm not giving up a single dime for something I didn't do. And I want to be clear on that. And people will say, oh, you know, Anthony Paziali is a racist. Anthony Paziali doesn't care about black people. It couldn't be further from the fucking truth. I care about everybody. I care about people. I don't, I don't see people in color. I don't, I I don't fucking see people, period. I'm fucking blind, dude. And one of my eyeglass lenses don't work. I got to get new glasses. But the point is I am not going to be penalized for something I didn't do. And I know there are a lot of other people out there that feel the same way that I feel. And I'm not talking slavery was bad. I'm not saying it wasn't. Slavery was bad, and so was it killing <clears throat> a, a mass genocide of Native Americans. It was bad. I didn't kill any Native Americans. I didn't enslave any African Americans. I am not going to give a dime of my money towards reparations. I will, because if I do, what is that? It means I am saying I'm guilty. If I pay a fine, I am guilty. I am, guilt, I am not guilty. No one did it. My father didn't fucking do it. I won't let you sully his name. I will not let this country fuck with the Paziali name and say that I am a convicted criminal of slavery, of bigotry. No, I won't let it happen. And if it comes this way, I tell you, I will be the first person in the United States of America to sue. I will fucking sue because I'm not guilty. Look at spit. I will, I'm telling you right now, and they can use this audio tape in the court of law. I will sue if reparations becomes a thing. If the United States government starts taking my money and paying African Americans for a crime that I did not commit, I will sue. Why will I sue? It's not about the money. It's about saying that I, you're basically saying without putting, with, without due process, No due process. You're saying I'm guilty. You're saying my family has committed a crime. You're saying my family are a bunch of bigots and that my family doesn't fucking care about black people. Bullshit. Bullshit. My dad wasn't fucking here. My mom was a Native American. The Pazialis will not pay a fucking dime to anybody for a crime that we have not committed. And I will not let the American government do that shit. I will fucking sue you pisses me off. You you should be just as pissed. And it's got nothing to do with race. Nothing. It has everything to do with being convicted of a crime that you did not commit. It's like the guy down the street murdered somebody and, and everybody knows he did it. Even he got convicted of doing it, but they come and they arrest you too. They say, oh, Oh, you live on Highland? Yeah, the guy at the end of Highland Street, he killed somebody. So you're, you're going to fucking jail too. Oh, this guy down here, he beat up his wife. Yeah, you're going to jail too. Not going to happen. Never, ever, in a million years. And I'll tell you what. If you come at me with the racist shit, we're going to have a problem. Because I'm not. And I shouldn't even have to say that I'm not. If you know me, you know that I'm not. And you know what? I'm... Much much like anybody else in this world, if I had a problem with blacks, don't you think I would have taken it out on the black guy who put his fucking dick on my head? Don't you think that would have been the perfect opportunity for me to show if I was racist when a black fucking guy put his dick on my fucking head? But I didn't. And years later, what did I do? Years later, I saw him and I gave him a hug and I said, bro, I I haven't thought about that since I was in high school. And he goes, man, I think about it a lot. And I was like, you can just let it go. It's no big deal to me. I don't care. I'm not that person. But I won't be accused as a criminal. I won't pay fines for something I didn't do. If I did it, if I broke your window, I'll pay for it. If I was speeding, I'll pay the ticket. I don't even fight tickets if I got fucking pulled over because I know I was speeding. I don't fight tickets or stop signs because I know I was wrong if I blew it. If I, if I got, I got a sticker out here, uh, a ticket out here for, for not having an inspection sticker. I paid it because it's my fault because I did it. I'm not going to be accused of, of being a racist. I'm not going to be accused of being a slave owner. I'm not going to let my family be the a burden. I'm not going to let you put that on my family. Absolutely not. No one in my family none. And then to flip the script, I don't do it often, but I am. My mom, my grandmother lived on a fucking reservation, and you never see me bitching ever about how many of my family got wiped out, how many Native Americans, Indians, man, I can fucking call them Indians, how many Indians got killed. You don't see me trying to get grants because my family has Native Americans. I probably couldn't Because you got to live on a fucking reservation. But point being, I'm American. I am American. I'm not Native American. I'm not Italian. I'm American. I speak American. I don't speak fucking English. I'm not from England. I speak American. I am American. And I love this country. I just hate that sometimes this country doesn't have a nutsack. That sometimes people that we vote for that we think that we, that we put in, in power, think that we're going to be cool with them convicting us of a crime we had nothing to do with. Stew on that for a little bit and we'll pick it up tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to America's Podcast.